Welcome travelers, Sparks here on this episode of Dyson Dish. We have Erica Nerdyogi. Foxfire. Hello. And then if you're on the YouTube, you can see that we have somebody with us. Uh, it looks a little bit like Santa, but it's not really Santa. Um, we have a Dungeon Dave with us. So if you want to introduce yourself and tell everybody where they can, uh, or tell everybody what you do. Sure. Makes hey, a little bit more sense. Thanks for having me on Dyson Dish. This is fantastic. Um, my name is Dungeon Dave or DM Dave, uh, or just Dave. You can call me whatever you want. You can call me Santa. That's kind of hot. Um, it's probably because I'm getting pretty gray in the beard. Uh, what do I do? I play games, produce games, and run games over on a little Twitch channel called Guild Superior uh, with a bunch of friends and, and good people who are creative and funny and dramatic at times. And we laugh and cry and tell lies and make up stories. And it's been really fun. We've been doing it for about three years, maybe a little bit longer than three years. And um, I don't know. It's been a total trip just playing D&D and taking it to a different different sort of genre, different medium, and meeting so many different people across the world. So it's been really fun. And uh, that's where I spend most of my time is on our uh, Guild Superior Twitch channel or in our Discord. We have a really nice Discord community too. So that's what I do. I play games. <laughs> Definitely all the links will be in the description. Just if you're listening to this anywhere, um, we'll, have, we'll have links to everything. So... Uh, I believe Erica has some lightning questions, right? Oh boy. I do. Yeah. Just real quick. They're nothing big, so, like yes or no, this or that kind of thing. Um, would you rather be plane hopping, like Feywild, kind of, you know, or planet hopping, like Spelljammer? Plane hopping. Tech or books at the table? Tech. Caster or melee? Caster. Just that way the audience kind of like knows a little bit about you, what you prefer. And, uh, so we'll get into it. I'll roll the die. We'll see who goes first. Oh, we'll look at that. It is your topic, Santa Dave. Oh, holy cow. Here we go. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about your topic? Um, so my topic was uh, holiday, uh, holiday streams, yeah? Um, and I guess, like, the what I was thinking about when I told you that this was a topic of mine is that it's the holidays obviously we're all dressed up decked out in our holiday best here and um dirty santa love that um so yeah i was you know one of the things i was curious about is like do people like holiday themed uh one shots holiday themed adventures and if so like what types of adventures or what kind of characters you know you already mentioned santa claus obviously a classic um, you know, like an army of nutcrackers would be sweet to have in a, in some sort of a, an adventure or encounter. Uh, so I was kind of curious, like what people are into, because we are in the process of putting together a couple of, uh, holiday one shots over in Guild Superior. And, um, so it's on my mind. Well, um, for me, I, I like the holiday games. I think they're fun. A lot of times with our group, we don't really do holiday games. Um, I usually watch holiday games at home, like during the season. I would like to play in them. I would like to do one for like all of the, all the major holidays. I think it'd be fun, almost like taking the idea of Nightmare Before Christmas and like how, you know, you see Jack has the trees to the different 
you know, holiday locations and maybe play with something like that where and it's almost like planes of existence. You could hop through. Oh, we're going through, you know, the St. Patty's Day tree this time, or we're going oh, to, yeah. you know, the Christmas or whatever it is that you choose to to celebrate holiday wise, um, and just kind of go to those different places and have the Nutcracker thing. That sounds awesome. I would love something, even if you did it based on like, you know, the Nutcracker ballet or just that tale. That would be really cool. Yeah, I like the idea of a of a holiday mashup that you just talked about, where you've got yeah. elements from the various, you know, holidays that people celebrate, and they all kind of come together in a very chaotic way that ties together whatever the whatever the quest is that you're on to like maybe sort out the chaos or like put the put the holiday um, characters back where they belong type of thing or or something of that nature. That sounds pretty fun. You could get you could do a lot of different things with that idea. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I really wish I'd stolen or thought of your idea because now I'm just going to steal it. And now I have to say I stole it from you. I don't know if it was my idea. I mean, you could have like gingerbread golems, you know, or like or like cookie animated cookies that come to life. I mean, there's just so many weird things you could do. You know, you could there's all kinds of MacGuffins like, um, you know, like a, a like ornaments magical ornaments that could do different things or like maybe Santa's hat has been stolen or you know the the delivery Santa of, sack the has person. been stolen <laughs> exactly I mean there's so many there's so many ways you could take it so yes please if take the ginger the uh the nutcracker army and do something with it I think that would be awesome Foxfire I think you should totally do it See, for me when I was thinking of a holiday one shot I was thinking maybe Santa Claus got kidnapped because I mean you can have Christmas without Santa's hat. You can't have it without Santa or the gifts. Sorry, you you yeah. Santa sack? <laughs> Are you I just afraid Santa's to hat. say it? You just no, afraid I said to Santa's say hat. It. You can have Christmas without Santa's hat. You can't have yeah. it without his sack either. I mean, that's kind of a necessity. Because it has the presents. Exactly. I mean, there's it's a, lot basically of, a lot of things you could do with winter solstice. You know, like oh, there's, yeah. just, there's a lot of cool things you could do this time of year. Um, with some of like the Yule Yule um, lore from Scandinavia, we did a we did a one shot using the Vasin rule set last year that was very much kind of embedded in that Scandinavian mythology of Yule tide. Um, so it doesn't have to be like kind of your 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 Christianity sort of based vibe. It could be you could go in a lot of different directions with it, which is pretty fun. The the Yule log, um, it makes me think about there's this if you watch like Sabrina on Netflix, like the news of Sabrina, they have a Yule log. I know um, that's what I was talking about. You could draw a lot of inspiration for for game. And this isn't really but um, this isn't really like Christmassy and stuff is kind of more on the holiday of like love. But if you're interested in like DCC, they have Love in the Age of Gong Farmer, which is a level two adventure. And it's all about um, like this woman is on the quest to find like the heart of her lover. I think that's right. Um, it's really silly and wacky. It's like a love boat ride if you're interested in something that's not just uh, like Christmassy and stuff. But something a different holiday i just thought about it so i thought i'd throw it out there yeah because i mean you don't necessarily have to just talk about christmas or hanukkah for a holiday one shot i mean I, i've written a halloween one shot based on camp crystal lake and friday the 13th that i've never gotten to run but 
Uh, I've seen I've seen quite a few of those type of one shots uh, for Halloween in particular. But I mean, any holiday can be turned into something. You could do something with just about anything. Boxing day. I feel like. Yes. Boxing day. You just do a big old arena. (laughs) Yes, and that's actually not hard to do. I recently had to pull an arena out of my butt for one of my campaigns. So there's that. Wait, you had an arena in your butt? I did. I, I keep everything <laughs> up there and just periodically pull it out if I need it. Uh, spoken like a true dungeon master. I love it. Hey, you know exactly. what? I, we're talking about going to... Never mind. I'm not even. Like, y'all give me crap about going to California, and now you're talking about that? Mm-hmm. See how it is? Yeah. Talking about what? Talking about. Sorry. What? No, nothing. Don't worry is about it. Is that an inside joke? Is that an Arch, inside joke? It is an inside joke about I'm going to California. Very confused. I'm pretend like I know what it is. Joyride. Nod my head. <gasps> Wait. Yes. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, um, no, I agree. Like you could do so much, especially with Halloween. Um, like uh, corn mazes, stuff like that. I I've built like those before, and you know, um, I think. Drinking contests are always fun for, you know, in gameplay or at the table. You know, if if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're not, that's okay. But, um, you know, having something that's tactile, I think that's always fun at the table for to almost like to where you're connecting with the holiday at the table in real life or online if you play online, um, like how, how we dressed up. You know, having something maybe you change the color of your dice or something could be interesting. Or like a St. Patty's Day uh, themed one shot where you have to do shots of Irish whiskey every time that you you get a like a critical failure. Yeah, or somebody or like pinches you. Or a critical success. I mean, if you get like a natural twenty, like a critical success, you might as well drink then too. Like that's right. Celebratory. I mean. I mean, <laughs> or what about this? What about a, what about a Mother's Day game where everybody plays with their mother? You bring your mothers to the to the table. <laughs> um, my mom would be so confused. She would try, but she'd my be mother, so my mom, my mother still <laughs> asks me if I win when she talks about our games. Did you my win? Mom. And I'm like, <laughs> Mom, it's it's not like you do it one time and then you win. <laughs> that's not the case the first like three times i played my mom asked if i win and then i died and she now asks every time did you die i've been playing for seven years and i still get the question did are you winning did you win and i'm like really it's it's been seven years (laughs) i've had my mom help with uh with cosplay makeup before and she's like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you do, but you look good. <laughs> I was like, thanks, mom. Hey. I taught my mom Moms how to support play everything. About, I don't know. I think it was, see, how old is my nephew? About mm, seven years ago. Is <laughs> um, my nephew, he like heard me talking about D&D and he was like 13 or 12 at the time. And he was like, I want to play. And so during the summer, um, since he's an only child, my sister was like, okay, we'll play with him. And my mom played and I ran the game and I taught them a very basic version of 5e. And then he said, well, I want to run a game. So he wrote a little story 
And we went out on his quest and stuff. And my mom, she never really wants to follow the rules. And she, she likes to dress up. So she was like, oh, I can like wear this and that. And it goes with my character and my outfit matches my dice. And, you know, so she's she's all about it because she likes to um, she likes to do like the dressing up. And like she loves Halloween and all that kind of stuff. And I think I get a lot of um, my love for the arts from her. So it it. She probably would love that if we did like a mom thing. She actually helped um, playtest Ragnarok, her oh, and my nice. two sisters and my five-year-old niece. Oh wow, that's fun. Yeah. Look, I'm down to do a Mother's Day thing. Just so you guys know, my mom may be less so because she will be so confused, but would probably be willing to do it. We play like Honey Heist, something simple. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My mom is not going to drive up here to do that. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, no, but I mean, holiday one shots are always going to be a lot of fun. Um, I don't, we, we've done a Christmas one. Me and Erica did. Uh, we played the cast of the mighty nine. Oh, wow. Me, you and Trevor. Yeah, with um, oh, that's right. We had a snowball yeah, fight. We had the snowball yeah. fight, and then we had something else that happened. I'm pretty sure we did a Halloween one shot. You ran Call of Cthulhu, and we did Friday the Thirteenth. We did. And, and then when we did uh when we did the the one at Gen Con, it was like it was in August. I mean, of course, Gen Con's in August, and for some reason, we sat down. We played Monster of the Week. We and we and did she Christmas. Was like, Let's make it Christmas. I yeah, think that was like one of the that. prompts that she had and we were everybody was like Christmas and she's like alright we're doing Christmas in August and um, no I think they can be a lot of fun though the different ideas I think the one that we did with Monster of the Week with it was Christmas it was like a monstrous reindeer that was um, weak against candy or something like the yeah, um, sugar yeah yeah That's and funny. Uh, that was like a fun, interesting idea of like, well, it's not Santa, but it's one of his reindeer has gone monstrous and you have to go and take care of that. Um, but now I think like many different Valentine's day, you could do like a Cupid. Everybody could play Cupid's and your goal is to like, um, have so many people fall in love and you have to like, you could use like a simple system. You could do honey heist. You could do something, um, some like like the D six, the powered by the apocalypse, um, system of like that just that to make idea. it super it's, simple. That's a very positive take on on it. Like, yeah, let's see how many. What what are your strategies to get people to fall in love with each other? Yeah, renew their their love for each other. I think that would be really sweet. Yeah, because you just have like certain scenes because that's like the whole thing with like monster of the week and um, like those like you have scenes that you're in. Um, and you kind of could just Monster like Hearts go from one to that. that. See, I thought about Monster Hearts, but then some of them you would have to make your own classes for them. Yeah, so but the strings, you know, the, the ties strings, and all that yeah, kind of stuff. yeah, yeah. But having something that's like, I feel like the major holidays that people love to celebrate and do are super simple and super easy to come up with ideas for. But you have Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, you could go hunt a giant turkey, but that's not fun. Dude. Like, Thanksgiving is so easy. I mean, at the very beginning, it was two groups of people who weren't getting along that came together because they were essentially both starving. So, I mean, 
But if we want to get into the nitty gritty of that history, it was not as clean cut as what they tell you. It was not. It was not. I mm. said the family friendly version, not the historically (laughs) accurate version. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe you don't just hunt the turkey, right? There's those like a what is it like a turducken where it's like there's a giant (laughs) duck and there's a giant turkey and. Well, no. If you're gonna um, call it a turducken, it's a turkey, a chicken, and a duck fused together. Yeah. Well, yeah, you like gotta hunt all three. They're of just them not and, like, shoved up each together. other's assholes and That's baked. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, maybe they all come together. Gravy. Yeah, you shoot yes. like gravy on them. And instead of <laughs> instead of grease, the spell is now gravy, and you shoot out gravy onto the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my gosh. Um, instead of burning hands, it's broiling hands. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my that. gosh. No, I think though I think having holiday one shots though is a really fun thing like to do with a group. Like if it's everything, I think the last few times we've had a holiday while we were in game, it's always been through a campaign. And it didn't ask about that. Yeah, I think the only time we've done a holiday was in yours, Erica. Well, that's actually one of our topics. If we just want to like switch to it. Oh, it is. Yeah, we can swap to that. I mean, Holiday festivals, perfect segue. transition. It is the perfect segue, and that's Fox's topic. I'm pretty sure. It, it, it is. is. <laughs> so um, I'm always curious how everyone runs their festivals or holidays in game, because I know they can be done very well because you can implement them, and then everybody just has fun. Um, or they can just be boring, and almost the party just seems to want to skip over it. I, I've seen it happen both ways. Um, and I'm curious on how everyone else wants to run it. I know when I run a festival or a holiday, I like to make it a big to-do. I like everywhere the players are going in that town, because assuming it's going to be in a town, um, they they know. So most recently I ran a festival in the town where um, they were coronating the new king. And so I made sure the party knew there were all kinds of vendors that they wouldn't normally be able to access. Um, and they weren't in their normal spot because they were obviously at the festival. There were games they could play to win prizes, and there were special rumors they could encounter if they tried to listen. Um, tried to play music, and music hates me, so didn't get to do that. But, uh, things like that are what I put into the festival, and I'm just curious what you guys do to make festivals fun and interesting in your worlds trying to think when i've when i've done it i like to have almost like a um like a rival sort of thing going on where there's other people and and i like games so i like competition type um almost like you go to the carnival and you're doing it's like a carny thing but you're competing against other people whether it's um well, a classic is like a like a hot dog eating contest or a pie eating contest type of thing or um, some sort of a race of, you know, wh- whatever the race might be or scavenger hunts are really fun. I've done a scavenger hunt before that w- that went pretty well because it was like gathering clues. I mean, it was kind of a tra- it was kind of turned into a little bit of a traditional structure, but within the in the setting of a of a scavenger hunt at a festival. So they had to look for clues. They had to build assets with certain NPCs to get clues to find the next thing. I so I, and, and there were other people like competing against them to find the whatever it was at the end of the um of the scavenger hunt. So I like having a little bit of a rivalry or com- competitive aspect because it 
it still builds that sense of urgency and sort of there's stakes, you know, so there has to be some sort of a reward too. I like, that's kind of been my approach in the past. Anyhow. I think whenever, I think the first one I ran was a carnival. Um, and then I've done some for, I guess, what you consider like a winter solstice or something like that. Um, but I like to draw from, we've talked about like drawing from real life, right? And bringing stuff into games. So when I think about holidays, I always think about food first, because to me, like, I love food. I love holiday food. There's certain foods I don't eat any other time of the year, but this time of year. So I always think about food and drinks. Um, I like to actually, like I was saying about bringing stuff to the table, you know, if, um, if there's going to be like hot chocolate in the game, then we have hot chocolate at the table. If there's going to be candy canes in the game, then there's candy canes on the table. That way there is like a connection, a tactile connection, you know, to what's happening in your imagination and to you as a person. Um, I like to bring in music, you know, entertainment, um, you know, Fox, you were talking about setting it in a town. I like to include important NPCs in the town. Maybe if you have like an NPC that's become really good friends with the party, they run into them. Maybe they end up competing against them in the games. That way it's like, you know, they usually just see them as a merchant. But like today, you know, they're they're fighting for a prize against them. Um, I think fashion's important. Uh, you know, getting all dressed up and having at least one tradition. It's like every year at this festival, we do, you know, X. It's like we light the tree. We burn the massive structure that people spend days building, whatever it is. Um, like bringing Burning Man into your game. I don't know. I've always wanted to go. So, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, that's kind of the way I like to do it. I like to try and think about what makes holidays special to me in real life as, you know, just who I am. And I try to put it on the, in the, in the game. Cause I feel like, you know, if I like it, maybe other people do. I don't know. So it has been talked about many a times on this podcast. I do not usually run games. I usually run one shots. So I've not really ran a holiday like festival kind of one shot. And I don't, I probably wouldn't be the best person. Really the major holidays that I just really care about is Halloween. <laughs> I don't really care about, um, I'm not big on like Thanksgiving. Um, Christmas is nice to get together with people. That's about, what I like about Christmas and Thanksgiving is just getting together. I'm not a big fan of the food. It's a hot take. So, uh, I, a lot of mine is just like whenever we can get together and we can play games, that's kind of my, like, this is fun. This could be like a holiday tradition that I would like to have is having a game that like around that time. And we just kind of get together and do that. But having like, music I think is really fun whenever we did like Erica's winter solstice having um having the music that was going on like kind of like um not normal Christmas music but it was kind of like your instrumental Christmas music of like bardcore playing holiday music um which was fun I think we did potluck during that the winter when we had our Christmas winter thing um we did like Pollock, so we had the food and the food was in the game. Um, dressing up, um, not in person, but in 
game is always a lot of fun having something that does deal with fashion like erica said but i feel like having games is fun like what you said dave like having something like games that are going on like you know you have hot dog eating contest you could change it like a candy cane eating like if you wanted to go more festive with it um i don't know i'm i'm not i don't really decorate or worry about the holidays except for halloween just because that's when a lot of the scary movies come out so <laughs> i'm like this is my month october is like horror movie central it's like this is the month that we live for um <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know that this topic was like a little like when I was thinking about it, I was like running festivals. I didn't really go to any festivals. So it was like, or if I did, I was working them. I wasn't enjoying them as a patron going to them. So I, I think my favorite thing that we've done for a holiday is I think it was last year for, for we did like, um, we always do like Friendsgiving kind of a thing. But then last year, instead of doing um, like Secret Santa, we twisted it towards like, okay, we're doing Secret Santa, but we want it to be as if your character is buying for that person's character in game. I think was that was the year before. Last. It was the year before because we were last. in your games. Yeah. Okay. I really liked that this year we're going to do dirty Santa or white elephant or, you know, everybody calls it different stuff. And it's just like, you know, just fun, jokey kind of stuff this year. Um, But I like, I like the idea of like my character buys for somebody else's character. And we always keep the budget really small that way, you know, everybody can kind of participate and it's not like we're breaking the bank. Um, I think we did do, we did something kind of like that last year. I think it was, because I got Trevor, our DM for our Drakenheim game. Well, we just did Secret Santa last year. Uh, yeah. We didn't buy for the character. We just but we I think basically most got everybody us, on a list. And... I think most of us still did, though. We were still like, you know, what kind of character do they like? I mean, Trevor was the DM. He needed status rings. That's what I bought him. Erica got me a set of dice that looked like ice. Because that's like one of my favorite elements to have is water and ice so it was like we still you know, kind of did that <laughs> so when you I'm i feel like most you, people eh, we can talk about that later <laughs> i was gonna ask when you when you're imp- implementing or incorporating a festival into your like a campaign do you typically make it kind of as an isolated thing or do you like to tie it into the overall campaign narrative that you're building so it depends. Um, so for the one I talked about with the king, they went into town and found out, oh, there was a festival going on. They'd been on the road for a month, so they didn't know anything. Um, but come to find out, the king had been assassinated and his son was being coronated. Um, so it was tied into the greater world. There was more. There's more information about it that they did not pursue. Um but something like that, yes, it is absolutely tied into the world. Um, but I'm thinking about doing a holiday one-shot closer to the... Well, I'm thinking about doing a holiday one-shot. Where um, I'm just going to make it kind of its own thing. They're just going to have a fun holiday session where they don't have to worry about anything. And it's just going to be fun. The ones I've done have just been... Uh 
like one shots like we did I took Call of Cthulhu and used uh I've kind of bent that rule system and we did a, like a Friday the 13th game to try and get my husband at the table and I like cuz we used to play the actual the video game that is now I mean I guess you that can still play fun. it but it's, it's <laughs> not really supported anymore cuz of lawsuits um, we did that for Halloween. I made like a special playlist and I set it back in like the sixties and stuff. Um, I've never used one really in the campaign for story elements. It's usually just like, you don't have to worry about combat. This is all about role play and having a good time. And that's how, kind of how I've used them. Which Friday so you may have the 13th else is the best Friday the 13th. Okay. <laughs> 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 Look, if we're gonna talk about how it should have been, oh my the, gosh. the series yes. should have just been one. Should have yes. just been the first movie, worms. and that's it. Because it's Freddy versus Jason. Oh, but yes, that one is the best yes. one. But if we're talking about just Friday the Thirteenth, the series, it should have just been one movie, and that's it. Because it was kind of done. Jason was dead, and spoiler alert: it's. 50 years ago, 40 years ago when the original movie came out. So you can't come for me when they killed his mom. Cause she was killing everybody. It should have ended because he had no reason. He was already dead. He had no reason to come back, but they saw it and they milked it. And it's still a great series. You should watch all of them. It doesn't matter. You go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. <laughs> yeah. I remember one, I think it was like my 13th birthday party. We watched like seven of them. Or something like that, all like all night long, just a movie marathon. It was crazy. That is crazy. Well, we'll move on to our next one. Um, so let's see what we got. Um, it's gonna be my topic. I wanted to just give people recommendations if you like to watch like holiday themed um, live plays, and we can just kind of go around and like suggest them. Mine is by Puffing Forest. It's P-U-F-F-I-N Forest. Um, he has a YouTube channel where I think he's an animator. Um, he is. His, all he of, like, is. His, yeah, it's he amazing. Is. Um, I, I don't know. If, I didn't know for sure if that's his full-time gig or if that's just like a hobby of his. I've been watching his stuff for years. I think he's freaking hilarious. And he has a holiday Puffing Forest D&D one-off. And it's like a... I think the part one is like an hour and a half and so it's not that long and there's another part um too. I think it's about the same length. So it's not as long as other people and of course we'll add the links to these down in the description. So I'll throw it to Dave next. Who would you recommend? For a live play? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, the one that jumps out at me is the um there's that one that the critical role group did. I think Liam ran it it was um right, i think they were all christmas. playing elves mm -hmm, the christmas right? where we meet chetney yeah. for the first time yeah I, that's what i was gonna say because chetney is like my favorite character in in campaign three i mean he's travis is such he's so fun uh but that character is amazing and uh but yeah i, I like that one because you got the first chetney introduction but I also liked it was I think that was one of the first times when I was watching I was kind of into the critical role stuff and it wasn't Matt running the game it was someone else and I think that was the first time I saw Liam run a game it was really good but that's the one that jumps out at me as being uh, very entertaining. Uh so for me um I 
don't watch a whole lot of live plays. I just don't have the time. I wish I did because I enjoy them when I do get to watch them. But one that I've watched on and off since they came out was Oxventure. And I love their stuff. They're just silly. They're very lighthearted. They're not one of those silly, silly ones. Or they're, sorry. They're not one of those serious ones that it's just all gotta be this way. They they kind of learned to play D&D on the stream. And you could tell that in the first few episodes. And they do have a holiday um, session that they do. I think it's a two-parter. Um, I want to say it's like Wild Hog or something like that. Where they go and they find a... They have to find a hog for the town for the holidays. And they're just always so silly in it. Freaking... Dobbs and Corazon de Baena is always so funny. Yeah, I kind of have two, I guess. I have one that's a Christmas. So um, High Rollers D&D, they did a Christmas special. Um, and I, this is me searching because I wanted one that was for Christmas. I've not watched it. When I'm at Christmas, I go and watch movies in the theater. I don't stay home and like I don't do that during the holidays. Um, and same thing for Thanksgiving. That's what I do. Um, but I like, so I've seen their DM run a game for the Baldur's Gate three cast and it seems like it's a lot of fun. So that one we definitely wanted to check out. Um, but I wanted to do a different holiday too. critical role did a cinder brush for Valentine's day a couple years ago and it was monster heart and it was amazing. <laughs> I remember it was like Valentine's day, I think fell on a Thursday that year. And that was their, they did a special one shot for it. And it was amazing. You had so many of them. Matt ran it and he did it so well playing teenagers and, uh, all of the cast was amazing. You had dimension 20 people. You had Erica Ishii, which is, just a name that's on pretty much a lot of the tabletop RPG streams you see that are like bigger, like critical role and dimension 20 and everything. Um, vampire, the masquerade, you see her on everything. So like it was fun for her to come on and romance yet another critical role cast member, because that's what she does every single time that she is on their stream. She is having a relationship with one of the characters. Um, but those those were kind of like the the critical role one was the main one. But like I said, I wanted a Christmas one, and I was like, I feel like the night before Christmas is gonna be mentioned either way. So <laughs> I was like, let me have one other one. Um, but yeah, those are kind of my the Monster Heart one is definitely my favorite holiday stream that I've seen though. I'm gonna have to check that one out. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. good. It's really it's what made me. I watched it that night, and I bought Monster Hearts too, right after the stream. Yeah. For the mini systems that I have that will never get played fully in a campaign. <laughs> That's another topic for next time. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, one hundred percent. We sorry, uh, Sparks. Your your last topic. Last topic. Yeah. So my topic was like holiday scheduling it's not really going to be for like the other holidays that are like you know valentine's day labor day fourth of july kind of things like that i think it's mainly for because 
we're in the time of year that a lot of the times if you're playing like D and D, uh, any tabletop RPG, it's, it's kind of your slower months is November and December, just because everybody's out of town. Everybody's doing like all of this. So I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on like holiday scheduling. You know, do you, do you like to play kind of during this time? Do you like to take a break or are you like, well, it's this time we can have, if we need to do like smaller things, we can do them like over text message or, you know, any way to like, if you're not going to be at table together, I am a maniac and I will play any time just because we I do, both maniacs. we do all of our family things on one day in these months, just because everybody else has so many other places to go throughout. So like it'll be the weekend before Christmas or the weekend after Christmas is whenever we do Christmas. It's kind of the same thing with Thanksgiving while well, they do it the weekend before or the weekend after. So I'm kind of like, I mean, I'll play any time. <laughs> so it's just kind of like kind of thoughts on holiday scheduling around like Thanksgiving, Christmas. And if you do have different schedules around any of the other holidays that we have. Well, for me, I think it's changed over the last couple of years because the, the first, like during COVID, for example, like 2020, 2021 specifically, there wasn't a lot of gathering, right? So it was a good way to see friends during the holidays was to play online. And it was it's so easy to connect with people online and play nowadays. Um, I, I like getting together and still trying to, to play the home game. Uh, I, I, I like trying to schedule stuff during the holidays i just feel like it's it's part of the fest it's just festive i don't know um i feel if i don't play during the holidays that i'm missing something so for me it's like i like to keep it going and i but i really do like the idea of of theming it to like this time you're theming it to christmas or new year's or yule yule or whatever it might be but yeah a lot of people sort of wind down for this time of year and they're do, they have their minds and they're, they're kind of focused on different things. So it can be a little bit harder to get people together. Um, but if there's, if you've got a hardcore group with, like, it sounds like we have here game on. Yeah. I, our group has been together, I think. Five or six five years. Seven years. Yeah. A long time. Long it's time. We while. started out with thirteen. Oh god! <laughs> and went down to People six. Well, me and Ashley no, we started st- playing together in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Well, when I came and in, it was we thirteen had, think, people. Five? Yeah, wow. it was an all female group that I started. Yeah. Uh, that just would try to encourage women to get into the hobby and feel like they had a safe place to try the hobby because um, they're in. Where we live, it's, you know, you go to game stores and it's mostly, it's mostly males. And so I was like, hey, let's do an all-female group and see how that goes. And uh, from that group, what, there's four of us that stayed and we started a different group because the others kind of fell, fell off to the wayside. They didn't want to continue to play and we just stayed together ever since. Yeah. Um, so we're, like, I look at our group, our uh you know, our Friday night group is kind of like chosen family at this point because we've almost been together for a decade. And so, you know, we do birthdays and we do holidays together. Um, you know, and we've had we've had people have babies and we've had people lose loved ones and, you know, go through a lot of like life ex- life trials together. 
So um, I know that like scheduling wise, I feel like most of these major holidays, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year's all falls at the end of the month. So if you try to get your game in at the beginning, it might be easier for some people. That was one thing I thought I'd throw out there if needed. If like you can't get people at the table, maybe, you know, you do Discord or like Sparks had said, if there's stuff that you could handle beforehand or afterhand via like messaging and just focus on what you kind of need to, you know, get done and and don't let, um, you know, sometimes it is kind of fun to get off on tangents and say, hey, you know, I watched this or I think, you know, look at this funny TikTok video or whatever. Try to like, because time is kind of precious at this time of year, trying to keep, you know, the game on track. Uh, I have a hard time with that because I'm like squirrel all the time. Me and Erica um, and get in can... trouble at table by a fox. <laughs> it's, I can't help you it. Do... I'm no, neuro... not by fox. Neuros goes right there with you a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, I know. You only we... get in trouble when you make the dick jokes. Yeah, I know. Exactly, and that's most of the time. That will always derail the game. Good dick joke. It, I can't help it. It's my it's my neurospiciness. It's like I'm here. It's because like and... once like Erica starts, then it gets to me, and then we just can't. Yeah. Stop. And then it just snowballs from there, and like the whole <laughs> no. group starts making dick jokes, and then all of a sudden we're off on a tangent. And then they are contagious. Yeah, they are. We found a very contagious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I thought about scheduling wise, maybe trying to like, if you do get to play, try to stay on task. Um, Don't like railroad people, but almost like, you know, when you go to cons and I consider like, I know this might sound silly, but Gen Con is the best four days of gaming. I love Gen Con. I look at it like a, like a little holiday. I mean, it's a headache a lot of the time, but I really do enjoy it. And we go and, you know, we have a group that goes every year together and we all cram in a room together. We go eat together. We roll dice together. And when you go to cons, the DM tries to keep you on track and keep you from going here or there because you only have so much time. So, you know, maybe be a little bit tighter with the game when you're running it or playing in it and being mindful of the time that you have. Yeah, I don't know how much I can really add to what you said because it's it's a pretty concise topic you know all the all the dm can do is say hey here are the days i have available what days work best for everybody else and see what hits because the holidays are just for most people for the average person really difficult schedule wise because like you guys said they people are going out of town they the actual holiday of course they're going to spend with their family normally um, not many of us like Sparks and myself are weird and we celebrate on a random day during the month and then that's it. Most people do actually need, especially the week of, to do those holiday things with their family. And so, you know, obviously the week of is like out. It's not happening. I don't think it's ever happened even with our group. But um, just being keeping that in mind and saying okay you have a family you've got kids definitely just uh here's some days that work for me what days work for you being flexible with your day because a lot of groups also have like our group is fridays typically but you know sometimes uh, i think it was last 
I think it was a session or two ago where we had... Um, we met on a Thursday. Yeah, we met on a Thursday instead of a Friday. Because three of us were going to Texas. <laughs> yeah. Because I had, I had like a month of cons to it. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. because the three of us went to Texas and then Erica, bless her heart, was going to be busy. And then the next weekend Ragnarok. it was both me and Erica <laughs> were going to be gone the next weekend after that to go to another con. It was cons, cons, cons. Being flexible with your scheduling is really key, I think. Yeah. For sure. Just giving giving people space, you know, to, if they can't make it that, for that session, that's okay, maybe, you know, like. Yeah, I think it's whenever we have more than, I think, because we're our group now, it's five players. And then Trevor. Trevor has a hard three people rule. Yeah. Has three people at the table. If there's more than two people that are going to be gone it's out if i'm gonna be gone what are you counting what erica i'm just thinking about something oh. I'm not, <laughs> I, was like, I was like are think- you counting a, what i'm no, saying no, I saw thinking face sparks. Yeah, I saw something in the corner in the room, and I was like, "I really need to do that." And I was like, "I should write that down." And then you're like, "Erica," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Oh god, <laughs> busted, busted, um, busted for thinking. That's what you get for thinking. It it also turns into like if I'm not gonna be here, where are they gonna play? Because at the moment we play at my apartment, which well, is I know one of Trevor's- those. I know Trevor's hosted before. When I had, when my roommates had COVID, he hosted. And then I got COVID right after that. (laughs) We got like five more months and we'll be in, we'll be in my dungeon. I got to figure out the name of it. So. Yeah. But yeah. Erica's dungeon. It's simple. Mm -hmm. I want to name it after myself. ED. That's fair. It's the ED. I think that that's all we got to talk about y'all. I think so. Well, Amazing. yeah. Well, Dave, thank you so much for coming on. Tell everybody Thanks where they can me. find you again. Uh, so they yeah. get at the front and the back. Heck yeah. Uh, my name is Dave and you can find me over on the Guild Superior Twitch channel. Uh, come on over and check us out. We have a lot of fun over there. And uh, yeah, Erica has been over there before and hopefully coming back. And yeah, we have a good time. So check us out. And happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. If you can't tell, oh, if you're listening to this, we're all dressed up in Christmas things because it's holiday. Uh, but if you're watching this, then you can see that. So obviously you would know in the beginning this is a Christmas episode. Um, I wasn't sure if this was going to work for the Christmas or not because this, this is my devil jacket. Well, I think it does because your background is Christmassy, so it kind yeah. of works. You're like, oh, it's like Krampus. Oh, man. See, no, yeah. I thought the entire time it was just a fancy Santa Claus jacket. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, it's got these fancy buttons on it. Oh. Some, like, embroidery here. Yeah. I think it looks like almost like a smoking jacket, and then you've got yeah. that cocktail glass. Yeah, it's real, my Hugh Hefner. Real, yeah, Super you're fancy. very Formal. fancy. Real you're very fancy. I'm flashing Santa's <gasps> beehive. Oh, he's, oh, no. He's stripping on his pole. You know, you got to get stripping that money. on the North Pole. He needs, he's got to upgrade that sleigh. He's so. got to get Mrs. Claus that diamond she's been wanting. <laughs> like, do you think they pay for all those gifts? Exactly. I mean, How do you think they pay them elves? Listen to our podcast as he's delivering the 
yeah. the, the presents to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All the toys. Yep. All right. All well, right. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening or watching to this episode of Dyson Dish, and we will see you next time. And happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Sparks here. Thank you so much for listening slash watching to this episode of Dyson Dish. We really hope that you enjoyed it and that you enjoyed the guests that we had on for this episode. Um, all the links to Guild Superior with DM Dave on it will be in the description below. So make sure that you go and uh, check everything out for them. They play a lot of cool games and do some cool little one shots every now and then. Um, you can find one of our cast members on uh Erica Nerdyogi, you can find her on some of those. So yeah, uh, we really hope you enjoyed it. And we hope that you guys have a great weekend and also that you have a great holiday season, um, especially uh, in the next coming weeks. So yeah, our next episode is going to be December 29th. And that is actually going to be the end of season one for the Dyson Dish podcast. Um, our next season after the 29th, uh, we'll start on February 2nd. Um, so yeah, uh, we really hope that you enjoy and we hope to see you next time. Bye.